Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting with my good buddy, Tom Dorian. Yes, sir. Present. Present and accounted for. Sir. Yes, Wolfing sir. down donuts and chugging coffee like it's going out of you, how style. How can you not in this place? Oh, this is some good donuts. It is. Yeah, with sprinkles and all that. Yes, I'm not a sprinkles guy. Well, that's all right. You know, it's a big church. God's house has many rooms. That's why there's different tastes, right? That's right. So, uh, you know, today we're going to, well, this is an interesting topic. They're all interesting topics. Yeah, but this is a really interesting topic. Okay. So forget all the other ones. This is going to be interesting. This is the one. So a lot of times we talk about like um, a theological, a, a doctrinal concept, yes. you know, like confession or Eucharist. Transubstantiation. But I'm going to talk about something that ties to theology, but really it's sort of like experiential. Okay. And how we view things. And I don't know where this came from. The Holy Spirit. I don't know. All right. Uh, spirits in the house. You know, and uh, and and I'm just going to put it out there, and we're going to see what all the fine folks in Radio Land think about it. Okay. So we'll, we're going to start here. There are 60 minutes in an hour. Yes. That's a pretty easy concept. Yes. We kind of all know that. Yes. And so we do a little math, mm-hmm. and uh, 1,440 minutes in a day. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to add up all the days of which there would be 365. Right. Multiply that by 1440, you get 525,600 minutes. Okay. That's a lot of minutes. It is. Right. In fact, there's a song from that, uh, from Rent, I think, is where that song comes from. That's right. I never understood that till I did a little math. (laughs) 525,600 minutes in a year. Now, if you were to look at all the, you know, the average human lifespan in the United States, Mm -hmm. you would realize that now there are, 42 million and 48,000 minutes available to us on average. Wow. So 42 million and 48,000. That's a lot. That's a lot of minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, if you stop and think about the quality of those minutes, and that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode. Okay. So don't tune out yet. It's not going to get all touchy-feely and warm and fuzzy. Somebody's going, all right, where is he going? Where is this going to end up? Hey, be patient. Yeah, be patient. I promise you it's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be beneficial for us to understand this. So, I mean, we got over 42 million minutes mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And, and if you look at most of the minutes in the world that we live in, I mean, those those minutes are like fleeting. Yeah. Right? They're, they're flying by. Yeah. Right? And so we start worrying a lot. We we waste a lot. We're, we're counting a lot. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I look at my little clock, I've actually wasted four of your minutes <laughs> I've just blown four minutes of your time right now. Right. That you're never getting back. Right. Right. That's they're they're gone. Mm-hmm. What did you do with those with those four minutes? And that's and that's where our world is. Right. So our it, it focuses on minutes. Productivity. Right? Yeah. We exactly. We we measure everything, mm-hmm. and usually time is a, a huge factor. Time is money. So productivity and and efficiency. I mean, it's based on what you get done and how fast you get it done, how much it costs, et cetera, et cetera. But it always is going to tie to that uh, that length of time it takes. Mm-hmm. You've only got so many minutes. Mm-hmm. We've got to get it done, right? And so certainly we start getting the feeling that faster is better. You know, how long did it take me to get from here, drive here from Nashville? Mm-hmm. Two hours and 16 minutes. That's a record. You know, <laughs> it's like we're always worried about how long it takes us to drive. We don't want to waste a single minute. Right. And so we're so... 
we're so focused on that. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to sort of help people understand a concept now in the way we live and just understanding the word minute. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I want to, I want to, I really don't want to talk about minutes so much as I want to talk about moments. Okay. Now that's different. Now we, we will use those words interchangeably sometimes. True. Right? We'll say, may I have a minute of your time? Mm-hmm. May I have a moment of your time? That's true. Right? We'll say those kind of things and we'll kind of sometimes think they're the same things, but they, they're not interchangeable. They're, they're actually very different. And they actually have a profound effect on us depending on how we, we view them and what we do with them. Mm-hmm. Like minutes, well, we count minutes. We don't count moments, right? We don't, we don't say like how long that moment lasts. Right. Right. We don't we don't do that. We we, we see a moment so we live in moments. Mm-hmm. But we, we count and quantify minutes. Makes sense. Well it it does, but I, I just think we have so many people that are that struggle with living life because they are they're they they do not see that difference. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that, that moments um you know, we, we cling to them, right? We we remember them, we hold on to them. And they're like emblazoned in our brains, they're like little treasures. That's right. And in fact, they're not—they're not just per se like a monetary treasure, right? A passing treasure, right. so much as something that actually transforms us, something that we we value greatly, and it's—it's it's actually what molds us and transforms us. These moments, mm-hmm. right? Those and those are the things that I think that we um, we too often count things as minutes because minutes pass us by. It's kind of mm-hmm. like standing there watching a train go by. Mm-hmm. You may get an occasional, you know, passing glance from a passenger, mm-hmm. but they just zip on by. Mm-hmm. You don't really have there's no no real no real effect, no connection, no connection, and it doesn't it doesn't bear any kind of fruit, mm-hmm. right? It's it's really just it's something that passes, something that you quantify that you count, mm-hmm. right? And 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 that's like it's something that doesn't transform you or change you. It's, not, it's you don't cling to it, you don't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Now. Some examples of moments. We, we should talk about that. Mm-hmm. We probably all have them. Oh, yeah. I, I know we all have them. We don't always recognize them for what they are. Mm-hmm. But there's things in my life that are emblazoned. And I'll, I'll say in my mind, but really it's in my heart. Mm-hmm. Because they affect me profoundly. I, I still remember the first time I saw my wife-to-be. Mm-hmm. The very first time I saw her. You know, and I think about the, what was it, musical South Pacific some enchanted evening, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so here was this stranger from across the crowded room, uh-huh. you know, and uh, soon to be my wife. I say soon. It was three years. I was slow in the uptake. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, I, but I remember that, that image. I remember, I remember seeing her. Mm-hmm. That was a moment. And I, I, I could live in that moment for a long time. Oh, yeah. And it, it changed me. Because it had an effect on who I was going to be married to and spend my life with. Mm-hmm. And, but those are transformational moments and not just a minute. Like, you don't remember It's also minutes. something you can go to and be there right now. To make it present. Right. No, you're exactly right. Yeah. We get that from our Jewish heritage. Yeah. Right? This idea of, of making the past present. It's not right. like we're remembering the past. It's we're actually bringing it present. That's what we do at Mass. Yeah. We bring a 2,000-year-old sacrifice, and we bring it present to right. make it now. I was going to say, that's what they talk about in the Passover. Yeah, so it's beautiful, it's right? It's not something they remember. They're in it. They're in it. Right. Exactly right. And so so that when I saw my wife, that was that way, mm-hmm. right? And so and then also, we, we've probably all had this. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, when that door flings open and the music changes and you see your bride bedecked in her beautiful gown, yeah. standing there with her father, you know, yep. holding the shotgun. No, there's no <laughs> shotgun. No, and is, but there's that image. All the uncles. And then the, you can't help but feel like all the hair goes on the back of your neck. Yeah. And I just, those are moments that transform me. That's true. I remember the birth of each one of my kids. Yep. One of the things we, all, we got to do is I got to actually catch all the babies. Hey, if you've never done like a uh, certified nurse midwife in a hospital or find a doctor that is willing to allow you to be part of the birth, it's a beautiful experience oh, to be yeah. the first human hands that catch that baby. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is totally cool. You know, it's just it's just very symbolic of, of, of me and the effect that I would have on this child's life, mm-hmm. right? You know, my wife would carry him or her, and I would catch him or her, mm-hmm. and it would be us. You know, in partnership. Well, those are moments. I mean, oh, yeah. literally transformative. That's true. And and, and I just you know, um, I will always hold on to those and, and just have that you know deep inside as as part of who I am. And of course, you know, it, it continues on and on. So my oldest daughter, you know, married, and I've got a granddaughter, mm-hmm. and just holding her, mm-hmm. you know, and the first time I held her is, is like a moment. It's like this is my little grandbaby, right. You know, and so those are those are like they're they're things they're they're moments. They may take minutes, mm-hmm. but they're moments because you live in them forever, mm-hmm. right? They 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 you know they they tra- they transform me. I live in them. Certainly, they transform me. They, they made me who I am today. I am made up of all these moments, and and I have to realize and see that they were a gift from God. They were given to me. Mm-hmm. We ask. All the time, like, well, God, show me this and help me know that. Let me discern your will for my life. And and really, we don't maybe always understand that these moments are ways in which he's doing that. Mm-hmm. But it really comes down to, are we experiencing time the way that we're supposed to experience it? Mm-hmm. Right? Is, is it a moment or is it a minute? Is it passing and fleeting or is it a place that I dwell because I find a wealth of of grace here, hmm. and you know you can, you know you can take religion out of it, and just talk about you know dwelling in the moment and being present, and those are good things. Yeah, just right? your life, exactly. And you know if you don't, see here's the thing: if you don't understand the difference between the minutes and the moments, mm-hmm. life becomes problematic. Oh, absolutely. It's like if you're, um, you know, if you're living minute by minute, you're like you're you're consumed by time. You're you're looking at your watch constantly, or your like, I'm sorry, your iPhone, whatever. You're you're right. always looking. at What time is it? How much time do I got left? It's a burden. Well, it it becomes like it's like we're not living in the moment. We're no longer like escaping this Chronos, mm-hmm. right? We're 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 living in this like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And I mean, for me, that causes anxiety. Yeah, I I you know, it's like I, I'm always counting like how much time I got left. Right. I don't see it as an opportunity. I see it as like every second I'm looking at this clock, I'm having less time. Yeah. You know, and you see things as, you know, then you start thinking like there's not enough time. And then you start thinking about jobs being too big. We'll never get this done, right? It, we'll never make it. We'll never get there. We'll never accomplish this. There's, we can't, it can't be done. And you start thinking that way, and then you're no longer enjoying yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's like y- your life becomes um, this constant missing out on something mm-hmm. like I, I remember for myself you know we used to go to disney world mm-hmm. um and i remember 
as a kid, I had read all these books. You know, the Steve Birnbaum guy used to write all these travel books or whatever. And it'd be like this, Birnbaum's whatever on Disney. And you'd, you'd get these things, and, and I would, like, plot it all out. we got to do this and this and this. I was, you know, I was a teenager, and I just wanted to make sure I got everything done. And I still remember when that gate opened, when we got there, immediately the anxiety started. Am I going to get all this in? Mm-hmm. I have to race from here to there. And, like, it, was, it added stress and took away from the enjoyment. Right. And as I've gotten a little older, maybe I've gotten a little slower, and I don't walk as fast as I used to, I started thinking, like, you know what? I don't really have to get from here to there in this certain amount of time. Right. Let me just kind of enjoy this. Look, I've never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. It changes everything when you live in the moment. And I also still remember as a kid, when I was growing up, they were just getting into all those video cameras. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, Tom, those video cameras that like used to haul around on a cart? Oh, yeah. It was like this big, huge video deck, and it had a cable, went to this camera, yeah. and you'd hold it up. And I still remember, I can image these dads that were doing this stuff, and they wanted to make sure they captured everything. Yeah. And they ended up spending the whole time videotaping and not enjoying. Yeah. I mean, they never were there. Right. They were like a, a photojournalist. Mm-hmm. And everything was all about get it on camera, get this, make sure, stand there, hold on, smile. No, wait, stop. i got to turn this on. Okay, do that again. And it's like, look, look like, uh, like you just did it for the first time, but it's yes, the third time. the moment. Yeah. And so that's the minutes. That's where the minutes, that's where the minutes lead. Right. I think if you're, if, you're, if you're living that way. So now the next big question is, what does this have to do with our Catholic faith? Exactly. And that's a huge thing. So I've told people this practical thing about living in the moment and mm-hmm. the difference between that and, and, and minutes that we count and, and, and it moved by fleetingly. So what's the answer? The answer is we've got to wait because we've got to oh. be on the other side of this break. Wow. Oh, you, you, you did that. You knew that was coming. You're like, <laughs> I know what you're getting ready to do. <laughs> that's okay. We've got to take along. a break. We've got to take a break. I listen to my lovely wife. She's going to talk about St. Lucy. She's a, she's a wonderful saint. So hold on to your eyeballs. We're going to talk about St. Lucy in just a second. Before there we do that, go. I... Uh, some people got that. Some I people got didn't. it. So like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Just um, wait for it. Before we do that, go, go to that lovely little segment with my wife. Uh, I want people to know at home, we've got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. So come and visit us there. Also, got a, uh, I, I want you to send me an email. I get some really good emails lately. Ask Deacon Jeff about me when you send that email. Okay, so ask a question about yeah. Tom. What do you want to know about Tom? Yeah. Is he really as, curious to hear what he says. as handsome as I make him out to be? <laughs> you know, that's the, that's a burning question. That's right. So send me an email, Deacon Jeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And with that, we'll be right back. I'm Bester Zimski. And this is another great moment in church history. Little is known about the details of the life of St. Lucy. She lived in Syracuse in Italy in the early 4th century. One tradition tells us that her mother raised her to be a pious and holy young girl. She prayed fervently and often. St. Lucy decided at a young age to consecrate herself to God, but she did so secretly because she thought her mother would not approve. In fact, she had already made arrangements to have St. Lucy married to a wealthy and influential pagan in town. However, her mother, who had been ill for a very long time, was miraculously cured after her daughter prayed for her at the tomb of St. Agatha. She was so thankful to God for this blessing that when she discovered that St. Lucy wanted nothing more than to live as a bride of Christ, 
she eagerly and thankfully gave her approval to her daughter's willingness to live out her vocation. Her rejected suitor, however, was not as thankful, to say the least. When he heard what had happened, he gave St. Lucy's name to the local governor and told him she was a Christian. This was, in effect, a death sentence, as Christians at this time were being persecuted, most being subjected to unimaginable torture and painful deaths. Tradition tells us that St. Lucy's eyes were gouged out. In fact, she is usually depicted in artwork holding a plate with her eyes upon it. But even though she was blinded in this horrible way, St. Lucy would not recant her love of Christ. Finally, after much suffering at the hands of her persecutors, she was eventually martyred. The name of Lucy literally means light, and it was evident that even though she was blinded, she could still see clearly the light of truth that shone brightly in the fledgling church of the 4th century. And her clear vision can serve as a tremendous example for us. In fact, she has been named the patroness of the blind. We can all, in a sense, be blinded, blinded by the allurement of sin, and it is only through the mercy of God that we are healed. It is only through the light of Christ that we can truly see again. St. Lucy is one of the many Catholic saints who can help us see that light. By following in her brave and holy ways, we too can be healed of our blindness. Her feast day is celebrated by the Universal Church on December 13th. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, and I'm talking to Tom Dorian. Yes, sir. And we're talking about the difference between minutes... And moments. And moments. And why? And And why they're so important, and... And hopefully people start to see in life that uh, life is to be lived and enjoyed, um, but really life is to be experienced mm-hmm. and not really calculated, Right. I guess. And we can get stuck so often with becoming slaves to our watches and to clocks and to productivity and efficiency and the best way to do this and the best way to do that, we actually start missing the point of why we're doing this mm-hmm. and why we're doing that. And so I promised people that we'd eventually get this to our Catholic faith because it's like, uh, honey, are we still on Catholic radio or are we on one of those new age, touchy-feely, warm and fuzzy programs that it you like to listen like to? It does sound like that, by the way. It is, sounds that way only because there is actually some partial truth in some of those other errant schemes Right. Yeah. But uh, the fullness of truth is found in our Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't don't fall into the trap of of certain kind of uh, other influences when you can have the real deal. And so I want to tie this sort of natural, normal experience of of living in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Being present in that moment versus being ticking off a clock and counting minutes mm-hmm. and experience. And bring that into our Catholic faith, okay. right? So think about this. So those moments we I talked about, you know, and we've all had them, like looking at your your beautiful bride, um, birth of your, your children, build, yeah, all these things that happen in life. Those are things that happen to me and you, right? But there are also things that happen to all of us, mm-hmm. and they actually are there as moments to be experienced. 
moments that we should we should literally um, take in and dwell in mm-hmm. and realize the import of them so that we can receive the graces that come from them mm-hmm. right the, the, the blessings and the and the goodness uh, of this and that I mean that's if you look at our our, our teachings about simply about like Christmas and Easter mm-hmm. I mean, these are transformational moments in the world, and they can be seen individually as transformative, and they are, mm-hmm. but they've happened to the, to the whole world. And if you think about it for a second, you can look at the Bible or the stories that come down from the ages um, as like history. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I learned how many troops went in this battle to over here, and I learned. Uh, that Hannibal rode elephants across this, you know, mountain pass to conquer this land or whatever. And it's like, I mean, th- those are statistics or data or history points, and they don't really have a profound effect on us, right? I mean, it just mm-hmm. it's like, well, I know history, and those become minutes, right? Those become things that we just store away and just bits of data. Right. But then, but 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 then, there's other aspects that we can turn into some kind of historical story, and we can we can see it as a passing train, and it doesn't really affect us. But if we stop and ponder that moment, mm-hmm. it does affect us, mm-hmm. right? So the incarnation, right? Christmas and Easter, right? The the incarnation, Jesus, you know, God taking on flesh, mm-hmm. you know, making this profound presence here. Mm-hmm. In time, you know, it changed everything. It did that. That the incarnation changed everything. In fact, you know, it wouldn't be the date that it is now if it hadn't been for the incarnation. Mm-hmm. And so we don't realize how much sometimes we just and it passes by. So some obscure Jew in history did something, and I think they killed him for it. Why should that affect me? Right. Right. If we see it in terms of minutes, it's not as effective. But. But like the whole public ministry of Jesus, the gospel message, mm-hmm. right? What he was preaching and what he was teaching, his passion, the suffering, right? The the crucifixion, his death on a cross. Those are those are moments to be lived. Mm-hmm. And if we don't live them, they're not going to transform us. If we don't, if it's not a moment we immerse ourselves in, ponder it, to pray over it, to think about it, let it mold us and transform us. And certainly, the resurrection. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in the Easter season. We just had this opportunity. It's one of the reasons why, Tom, you know, when we go to the Easter vigil, I mean, you and I kind of get this, I guess, and there's so many people out there that do who are listening, but even some of the the good Catholics who make it to all of the events that we do, right, don't realize that these are moments. Mm -hmm. And so then what do we do? We go to Mass. Father preached too long. Right. It's probably not the deacon. It's probably the priest. We're counting the minutes. We're counting the minutes. I'm joking about the priest and the deacon, by the way. But we're looking Especially at our watches. Yeah, exactly. Way too long. <laughs> you know, and it's like we're looking at our watch. Yeah. And we're thinking about like, well, I got to get that roast in the oven or I've got to get home and whatever, get before Home Depot closes or whatever. You know, you start thinking about all the stuff you're doing. And so then you're trying to fit mass into your day mm-hmm. versus building your day around the mass. Right. It's a different way. of One is minutes mm-hmm. and one is moments. Right. So we can't look at all these things as the incarnation and Jesus's ministry, his passion, uh, you know, and his resurrection. We can't look at these as like, like, like minutes in history that p- part of a distant past. Mm-hmm. We we have to see them, you know. As if moments. we if we stop and think about this for a second, this is kind of profound. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, we get profound on this program that God exists in eternity. Yeah, you and you and I can't really, we can't really fathom eternity. 
Yeah, no, no human can. We have concepts of eternity. Mm-hmm. And we can say, like, that lasted an eternity, but we really don't know what eternity is. No. Right? But if you contemplate heaven and hell, and you think about an eternity in one or the other, odds are you're going to want to lean towards the heaven thing. I'm thinking. Because an eternity in hell does not sound good. No. Right? And, and certainly, if God exists in, a, in eternity, he doesn't exist in minutes. Mm-mm. Right? And so you start thinking, like, we need to be living in the moment means we're living in eternity. Mm-hmm. And all the things we do, like even at Mass, when we receive him in Eucharist. That's funny you bring that up. That's exactly where my mind has been. My mind is on two things, the Eucharist and the Triduum. I have n- I'm sure it all goes to the moment. It does. But, I think it does. Living there, like in, in the moment. Right. When you receive him in you're Eucharist, yeah. you are in eternity. God, it's like God lifts this veil. Right. And you're, you, you can peer into eternity. Mm-hmm. And that's like living in a moment. And you, and you, get, you get absorbed into that moment. Mm-hmm. And then you live and breathe in that moment. And it literally transforms you. It feeds you. That's right. Now, here's a big question. The question of the day. Why do we do this over and over again? Right? Why, do we, why do we go? You mentioned the Paschal Triduum. Right. Why do we go to Holy Thursday? Yeah. Right. Why do we go to Good Friday? Every year. Why do we go to the Vigil mm-hmm. or, or Easter Sunday Mass? Why do we do those things every year? Isn't it one and done? Isn't one enough? And the reality is, if we truly make this a moment, we want to be immersed in it all the time. And so there's an image that I want you to, that, that I sort of like, the, I think the Holy Spirit conjured up in me. And I remember my daughter, Megan, when she's a tiny little kid, and my, my wife is holding her on the carousel. I wasn't on the carousel because they make me throw up. And that's not a good thing. That's not a bad, that's not bad, that's a bad image. the same way, by the way. Yeah. So, so when, she'd go, when the carousel would start, mm-hmm. she would find me, right? And she'd see me and she'd grin on her face. And then she'd go around. And by the time she got the other side, she forgot who I was. <laughs> I wasn't there. She couldn't find me. But then when she'd come back, she'd find me again. Mm-hmm. And there'd be this moment where we reconnected. And she had this big grin on her face. And then it, it, she would move by. And then she'd forget me. Then she'd come back and she'd rediscover me all over again. And it's like, I had these moments. God gave me these moments with my daughter on this carousel. And if you think about how you're living your life and why we go to the Easter Triduum, right, every year, because God wants us to have these moments. The carousel continues to turn around. Are we living in the minute or are we living in the moment? Are we, are we allowing ourselves to be transformed by God? And that's the difference between the minutes and the moments. And I pray I pray that you you live in the moment and let God transform you in your presence in that moment. Amen. Let's ask Mary to intercede on our behalf. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from the Most Reverend Martin D. Holly, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.